0: Tomorrow, the Supreme Court justices are set to review our case of Sandra Merritt versus Planned Parenthood Federation of America. We're going to be talking about this on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead.
1: Yeah, tomorrow, Matt, is a big day, as you know. It's when the Supreme Court comes back from its recess, and it's the super conference, and it's going to be reviewing many, many cases, and one of which is ours, the Sander Merritt, which, you know, we keep saying over and over every journalist, anyone who's interested in free speech, should really be watching this.
0: Yeah, this is an amazing case, and we ask for your prayers mm. as the justices meet tomorrow. They will actually convene as part of what's called the Super Conference. It's called the Super Conference because it's the first conference of the new term after the summer break, and that means there's a lot of cases on the docket that have been coming in during their break. They continue to be filed, and one of ours is the Sandra Merritt versus Planned Parenthood Federation of America. This involves this $16 million judgment against Sandra Merritt and others regarding Planned Parenthood that brought a federal lawsuit in San Francisco and went to the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals and from there we're now at the U.S. Supreme Court. Big issues before the high court because this case involves a very significant intrusion into First Amendment free speech and journalistic investigative activity. If in fact a journalist can be sued by a private corporation or by an individual for this kind of damages when there is no libel or defamation involved and they can try to get around this libel or defamation requirement as they did in this case and therefore punish these individuals who are journalists or exercising the First Amendment right to free speech then that will chill all journalism. So for example in this particular case, there is no evidence in this case that Sandra or David Deliden engaged in any false statements. There's right. no evidence of false statements.
1: And they followed the law to the T. They didn't break any laws.
0: They didn't break any laws. The videos that they released uh, were not uh, edited so that they misrepresented what the people said. These were right. videos that were taken uh, during conversations with individuals, with Planned Parent, the also the organ procurement company, Planned Parenthood representatives, and it's their own words. Right, but it's the content
1: that draws the attention to them because they're unveiling the truth that Planned Parenthood is selling aborted baby body parts. So as a result, She did not get a fair trial in San Francisco with that judge because he is biased toward that. So that's why we continue to go, and here we are at the Supreme Court, because she has not gotten a fair trial. Well, there's
0: a couple of things that are just basic principles here that I think most people can understand without all the legalese. Number one, if you have engaged in free speech and somebody sues you, uh, we're familiar with the idea of libel or slander you know one is in writing and one is in print but the fact of the matter is is that you're intentionally doing this to somebody and particularly if you're a public figure the public figure like Planned Parenthood would would be a public figure if they're claiming that Sandra committed some kind of defamation against them as a public figure they would have to show that Sandra intentionally, knowingly lied for the purpose of damaging them. And there's no evidence of that kind of defamation, lying intentionality, reckless uh, handling of the truth, knowing that what they were saying was wrong, but they published it anyway. What they published was the videos that were words from these individuals themselves. They didn't make them up. They didn't uh, uh, mis-edit those and make them appear to say something that they really didn't. These are Planned Parenthood's words. So they wouldn't be able to collect damages because there's no evidence of defamation. There's no evidence that Sandra or David, against this public figure, had been reckless with the truth and intentionally misrepresented the information for the purpose of damaging Planned Parenthood. There's just no evidence of that. So how do they get around it? They get around it by just ignoring the defamation laws, and the judge allowed them to do so. Uh, They did an in-run around these defamation laws, and that's one of the problems, and that's how they got this large jury verdict. And then they also applied RICO, the Racketeer Influence Corrupt Organization Law, which was originally designed to apply against criminal enterprises, not against free speech activities. Right. The other thing in terms of the calculation of damages, if you, for example, um, are defamed, let's assume that somebody is defamed, then that defamation causes you to lose business that may be the kind of damages, your loss of business that you would have to show before and after, and that it was related to the defamation. But what kind of damages do we have here? We have none of that. What damages that Planned Parenthood are alleging is well, they had to increase their security. Uh, by checking sources and identifying people that are applying at future conferences.
1: Oh, give me a break, please. So they
0: are the ones who (laughs) increased their own efforts to make sure people that were registering for future conferences uh, were not journalists.
1: I can't say, I mean, that Planned Parenthood, the evil Planned Parenthood, the the truth is out i mean they brag about aborting babies they brag about selling their body parts so i wouldn't say that their reputation or anything else has been damaged they have to increase their security it's quite the opposite. The truth has been revealed, and that's why they're scurrying around to try to cover it up. But this organization is is so evil, has so much money, it's had its hands in the pockets of politicians, and appears to be in the hands of judges as well, to making the influence to continue to slaughter these precious children and sell their body parts. It's just unethical.
0: Yeah, what's happening here, coming from some of the Planned Parenthood directors, some of whom wore two hats. On the one hand, they worked with or for Planned Parenthood. On the other hand, they also had uh, their hand into the uh, operation of an organ procurement company. So they would get abortions on the one side, and then they would be with the organ procurement company on the other side for tons of dollars. And one of the one of the doctors, a former medical director of Planned Parenthood at the time, was a medical director. Uh, she tests. She stated. Uh, on video, that what she did was she would intentionally change the birthing process so that instead of the normal birth, head first, she would take forceps and breach birth the baby by bringing the baby out feet first. That alone causes an increased risk of delivery to the, pa- to the mother, mm-hmm. and consequently that action of intentionally causing an increased procedure risk to the mother, that's illegal. And she would do that so that she could essentially engage in a partial birth abortion, if you will, having most of the baby's um, head still inside so that it's still not breathing outside air, it's still attached to the umbilical cord, and then dissecting it, then taking it apart, crushing above and crushing below the thorax, she said. Obviously that kills the baby, Uh, But the baby is still considered, quote, an abortion because the head's still inside the womb, but part of the body is outside of the womb. It's a horrible situation. That's what one of the videos said. And the judge did not want the jury to actually watch the videos. Yet the whole case was about the videos.
1: I mean, think about when the videos came out, Planned Parenthood was scrambling, pulling them off the Internet Kamala Harris sent her little crew over there to David DeLine's apartment to confiscate all of his electronics. They were scrambling to get this truth covered up as quickly as they could.
0: Yeah, they went into his apartment, his uh, location. Uh, they got all of his videos, his electronic mm-hmm. equipment, computers, so that he wouldn't be able to release any more videos. And
1: isn't that a violation of constitutional that would be rights? A, yeah, that
0: was that was oh. unbelievable. And then so then she becomes U.S. Senator, and Xavier Becerra takes her position as attorney general, and he's the one who filed criminal charges and then the Planned Parenthood civil case. So we've been defending on two levels, criminal against the state of California, initiated by Kamala Harris and then specifically by Xavier Becerra. And then we're fighting on the civil track, and that's the case before the U.S. Supreme Court. Tomorrow the justices convene Mm. at the U.S. Supreme Court. They can do one of three things. They can take the case, which we pray they do, Uh, They can deny the case, which we pray they won't because it's a significant issue and the consequences would be enormous. Or they could just simply move it to another day of further consideration. Those are the three options. Continue to pray that the Supreme Court takes this case, Sandra Merritt versus Planned Parenthood Federation of America. For more information, visit lc.org forward slash Sandra. That's lc.org forward slash Sandra.